Stay tuned for the Sean Casey Show, a podcast for patriots. And welcome back to the Sean Casey Show, a podcast for patriots. I'm Sean Casey. Thanks for joining us on this Saturday, November the 18th. Uh, this is the Casey Commentary. Um, and again, this is the J6 Tapes Released Commentary. The full episode on the J6 Tapes will have video uh, and commentary and analysis coming up in the next full episode on Tuesday. But it's important to mark this very significant victory for patriots uh, that have been calling for the release of J6 Tapes now uh, since that fateful day, J6 in 2021, in which uh, this was a Fed surrection, in which this was a complete setup and trap uh, set by uh, the Uniparty, uh, led by both Democrats and Republicans. I think Pelosi, I think uh, Schumer, I think McConnell, uh, and others all in on this. And you can always tell, but uh, very few members of Congress actually dedicated any of their time and or efforts uh, to the plight of the political prisoners now being held close to a 1,050 days in the American Gulag, in the D.C. Gitmo, and in other federal prisons throughout the uh, eastern uh, seaboard. Uh, so people like uh, Matt Gates, and that's who we really have to thank for this victory, Congressman Matt Gates. Uh, again, you may or may not like the man, but you do have to like the outcome, what he was able to accomplish. And first, ousting Speaker McCarthy and then second speaker, Mike Johnson, delivered on his word, at least in part, the first uh, tranche, if you will, of J6 tape. 40,000 hours were released yesterday. I've been pouring through them, as I might imagine you have and, and others have, and we certainly will get to that. On Tuesday, that's the most significant uh, things that we found about those tapes. But one thing it does prove is that I have been right. You have been right. So many of us that believe that this was indeed a Fed surrection. Uh, and uh, we are coming. We're coming for the swamp and the uniparty. In fact, earlier this week, uh, Missouri Congressman Clay Higgins uh, had, or I'm sorry, Louisiana Congressman Clay Higgins had pointed out with uh, FBI Director Christopher Ray the existence of ghost buses uh, that, uh, that were there that day these were buses uh, that were completely whited out i don't even know if their department of transportation uh, serial numbers were uh, scratched off or allowed to be seen so there's only two reasons why you do that that's a federal government transport and they don't want anybody to know who it is or what's inside uh, and two illegal aliens have been seen in these buses being transported all over america but i think on that fateful day uh, i do believe they got a police escort to the capitol hill area and i believe that there were federal agents inside those ghost buses that were either dressed as trump supporters or there may even been antifa types in there as well who got out of we have eyewitnesses who saw antifa types get off buses not specifically ghost buses but those white buses in which they then began to change their clothes and masquerade themselves as trump supporters so uh, that is a significant fine on the part of congressman clay higgins uh, and uh, again kudos to him Kudos for him for calling out FBI Director Christopher Wray, who is corrupt, uh, as corrupt can be. He uh, belongs in the Biden crime family. So that was the first part of the J6 tapes victory uh, this week. Uh, you might recall a couple of episodes ago, I told you that my congressman, Andy Harris, uh, who is the lone Republican from the blue state of Maryland, and a Freedom Caucus member told me that uh, these tapes were going to be released in 
um, tranches, if you will. And um, again, he had said exteriors first, interiors first, but we come to find out that the interior tapes have been released first. And I, I would imagine, because it's not over yet, what we was certainly this confirms what our, our worst fears uh, that this was a Fed surrection setup. Uh, but what we now know is that the exteriors, when they started releasing that, especially on the west side of the um, of the Capitol, uh, that's when the stuff began uh, getting violent, and it began violent because Capitol Police were firing rubber bullets and flashbang grenades into a unsuspecting, peaceful crowd who were gathered there to exercise their First Amendment rights. They were fired upon. Uh, they were injured. Some of them were even killed. Uh, and nobody was ever held accountable. Of course, Ashley Babbitt, Roseanne Boylan, Kevin Greeson, et al., uh, they are the four that died that day no police officers died uh no members of congress died even though aoc is still cowering in her boots in her congressional office across uh, the other uh, way uh so again big victory yesterday we can't wait for the rest of the tapes especially those devastating west side of the capitol tapes where uh, u.s capitol police were committing acts of violence against law-abiding americans who were there uh, to exercise their uh constitutional rights first amendment now on to the other j6 stuff j6 political prisoner jonathan mellis he's been a leading voice for his fellow j6ers working hard uh for uh, to help them be heard um in december of uh, 2022 mellis warned americans that he and other j6 defendants in the patrol pod of the dc gulag were being tortured by racist hateful and abusive correctional officers sexually assaulted and treated like animals why because they were trump supporters there's such uh, vitriol, such animus, such hostility to Trump supporters because he represents change, permanent change, the death and draining of the swamp, uh, the um, emasculation of the uniparty. Uh, again, uh, while attempted murderers and illegal alien rapists and acid-throwing Antifa thugs are quickly returned to the streets, uh, this son of a two-time Purple Heart Award recipient is held on charges that allege no injuries or harm, no property damage while protesting the corruption of justice, as is his civic right, as is his duty. Uh, John shared the leaked video with our friends the Hoff Twins over Gateway Pundit on the conditions that the J6ers are being subjected to, including being forced to drink dirty brown water. Remember, the left was all concerned about Abu Ghraib how we were treating Iraqi prisoners and other uh, Sunni uh, terrorist prisoners in Shia prisoners in uh, in that part of the world. Uh, there was a big expose in the Washington Compost, the New York Slimes. Where is that when it comes to the, the human rights abuse of all decent Americans? We all need to speak out against this. This is Joe Biden's America, and it's a sad that basically only a half dozen members of Congress care enough to have made uh, a trip over there or has spoken out in uh, in defense of the J6ers. Now, if you are a knucklehead, as I said repeatedly, that assaulted a police officer or you vandalized or you destroyed property, you stole something, you should be prosecuted in um, under the rule of law. But if all you did was go inside, you were invited, and we'll see some of that video on Tuesday, uh, you were set up by law enforcement. You were um, um, basically uh, like the uh, the fly into the spider's web. Uh, you were cajoled and persuaded to come on in uh, while the getting's good, and then once you were inside, that was it. Boom. They knew. They knew they were going to slam those doors shut on you. We had mothers with cancer, uh, grandmothers with cancer that were given two months. Uh, remember Dr. Uh, 
Uh, Simone uh, Gold, that was uh, frontline doctors, she was given two months in prison. And John Melnis, uh, what he has gone through, it, it is, again, just, just amazing. He committed no crime. Uh, he uh, did not attack anybody. He did not assault a single person. He was arrested in February of 2021 as if he were an Al-Qaeda terrorist. He has not seen his family in almost two years. His father died a few months after his arrest. He was denied bond back then, still is today, wouldn't even be, uh, wasn't allowed to go to his father's funeral. And these people need your help. There's, there's, they're reaching out for assistance. They're struggling, uh, et cetera. And again, uh, when you spend, uh, 1,000 and, uh, nearly 50 days in this hellhole, the American people cannot forget political prisoner John uh, Mellis along with, uh, with others. Please help support these good men whose mission it is to help others. Uh, again, as I said, if somebody, look, even if um, you, you, the American right is you deserve bail, you deserve a due process, you deserve a trial. And if you're found guilty of a jury of your peers, and every single one of these trials should have been moved outside the venue of, uh, of D.C. Uh, because of the uh, complete prejudice and bias that D.C. juries have against Trump. They're pro-Biden, they're pro-Democrat. Uh, and even these judges, including 80-year-old uh, Judge Royce Lambert, a Reagan appointee who was seen uh, this week uh, falling asleep, falling asleep during uh, several times during the trial of J6 defendant John Sullivan. Now, uh, that name might not ring a bell. He's uh, known as Jaden X. He's the guy that is a former Black Lives Matter activist uh, who uh, said he um, he was against all races, but he did uh, support Trump. He was the one that actually caught the footage of Ashley Babbitt being shot in the neck and bleeding out uh, on the congressional floor right outside the Speaker's office, including uh, the gun of Lieutenant Michael Byrd in the trial of, of uh, John Sullivan this week. That never came up. She was referred to as the person who was shot. That person has a name. Uh, the the stone-cold prosecutors, the Matthew Graves and the rest of these prosecutors and heartless judges in the D.C. system, uh, again, one day they're going to meet their maker. One day they're going to have hell to pay. But Judge Lamberth, uh, again, uh, scolded Sullivan after the D.C. jury found him guilty of obstruction of an official proceeding, civil disorder, entering and remaining in a restricted building, and blah, 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 blah. And, of course, they gave him the enhanced uh, terrorism uh, clause as well. Uh, so he could face uh, 20 years. Sullivan committed no violent crimes. He was there, whether you believe he was a photojournalist or not. Um, again, he was there to document the day's events. Whether he was there to uh, to spur them on or not, we don't know. Uh, but uh, again, they said that Sullivan's anti-establishment ideology is dangerous. Uh, but again, no mention was made of Sullivan's history of Black Lives Matter or even his attempted or alleged involvement with Antifa. No, he was a Trump supporter that day. Uh, as I said, it's just this is what passes for justice in America is just unconscionable. Uh, this is not this is a two tier justice system. This is get Trump, get Trump supporters and get Trump supporters and keep them and and, and scare them. I mean, let's face it, uh, all of these pro-Hamas, pro-Palestinian uh, protesters and rioters that injured six police officers the other night in D.C., uh, where members of Congress were cowering in their offices, they couldn't get out. Uh, not a, one. I think there was one arrest, and that person was released on bond. None of them, none of them have been treated harshly as the J6ers, not one of them. And some of them have shown a propensity uh, to commit acts of violence. So, 
again, it is Vindication Day, V-Day, on Friday. Uh, for those of us that have uh, said from day one this was a setup, this was a complete trap, every single, or at least Republican member of Congress, Democrats, you know, they don't care about the country, they hate the country, uh, but Republican members of Congress, every single one, should be out today, should be out yesterday, calling for the release of all J6 political prisoners immediately and to start a, a series of appeals of um, of their sentencing based on the new evidence that's come in. Uh, we're going to show this video on Tuesday so that you get a better chance to see what it looks like. But there, I'll describe it. You see several Capitol Police officers walking an individual down. He's dressed all in black with a motorcycle helmet, visor down. He's in handcuffs as he's being led down the hallway there in the Hall of Columns. And then suddenly they stop. Uh, they take his handcuffs off. He turns around to the uh, to the officers, and he fist bumps them. Clearly, they knew who this guy was. Clearly, uh, this was a charade. This was a show to handcuff him and escort him out because after they took his handcuffs and after the fist bump, he walks peacefully, calmly right out of the Capitol. Fed, fed, fed. Um, again, dressed undercover in all black. And we've seen it. Uh, we've seen it with other uh, the uh, J6 camera angles as well. So, uh, again, uh, this is just the beginning. We're still getting through the first tranche of these videos, and there's a lot more to come. And uh, thank thank you to, to Mike, Matt Gates and to Speaker Johnson for keeping his word. Uh, McCarthy, uh, he, he dribbed and drabbed here, a little bit of Tucker, a little bit of John Solomon, a little bit of Julie Kelly. Uh, but we're going to be diving in. You know, it's amazing to me that the Americans uh, out there in the first few hours of the release of these tapes uh, on X and other platforms have found more, more, I think, damning material, exculpatory material for the J6ers, of course, and damning evidence that this was a Fed surrection or setup than the J6 witch hunt, witch hunt committee did themselves. They purposely deceive the American people. And I think every single one of those members on that J6 committee should be uh, arrested, charged with treason, and given the, uh, give them a trial uh, by their peers. Because what they did, uh, the lie, the big lie that they perpetuated on the American people is unconscionable and it is unforgivable. All right, so there might be some good news coming. The U.S. Supreme Court has set a conference for in a couple of weeks on whether to accept two key J6 case appeals, one involving a federal agent who carried his firearm to the U.S. Capitol, and the other on the DOJ's controversial use of evidence-tampering law to prosecute J6 defendants for felony obstruction of Congress. If either or both of the petitions are accepted, it will be the first time a J6-related case is reviewed by the Supreme Court. The first case, Jake Lang. Uh, could this could impact hundreds of defendants accused mostly the, the most frequent charge of the J6 felony is corruptly obstructing an official proceeding that carries a potential 20 year prison term uh, has been charged in over 300 cases. Uh, so that that's a big one uh, on appeal now. And uh, basically, what, if this is allowed to stand, this means that the DOJ now uh, under this administration, under future administrations, can weaponize this statute. Uh, and I think this is a dangerous, um, undemocratic uh, prosecutorial overreach. This is third world, uh, East Germany, Cuba, Soviet bloc, a kind of a persecution 
uh, statute that uh, show me the man and I'll show you the crime. So that's an important. Uh, the other important case is uh, involving the uh, persecution of a DEA agent for carrying his service pistol and credentials on the Capitol grounds on J6. Mark e- Abraham uh, faces three federal charges entering and remaining in a restricted building or grounds with a deadly or dangerous weapon carrying a firearm on Capitol grounds, uh, etc. Now, Mr. Ibrahim uh, comes from a military and law enforcement family. Before joining the DEA, he served for years in U.S. Army intelligence. His brother is an Army vet who became an FBI agent. His sister is a U.S. Navy veteran. His mother uh, was working at the Pentagon on 9-11. This is salt of the earth. Uh, red-blooded Americans, and his appeal argues that even though he was off-duty on J-6, he was legally authorized by federal law to carry his service weapon on Capitol grounds. DEA regulations encourage agents to carry their weapons and credentials at all times. So, once again, this is just a persecution uh, of somebody uh, to uh, make sure that they can weaponize uh, this um, uh, this statute. So we're going to be watching very carefully uh, here in the next uh, few weeks, how if the Supreme Court takes up those cases uh, or not, uh, because it could mean all the difference in the world for future prosecutions. And uh, J6, it was a good week. And uh, remember, uh, when all is said and done, that on Friday, uh, November uh, the 17th, uh, will long be remembered as Vindication Day. Freedom is never more than one generation away from extinction. And as I mentioned, uh, next week, full episode on Tuesday with all the J6 videos uh, that you uh, are going to want to see with analysis of those. Next Thursday, of course, is Thanksgiving. Uh, We'll uh, broadcast a repeat episode of our uh, The Real uh, Origins of Thanksgiving uh, in an homage to Rush Limbaugh. Until then, remember, fight hard, stay free. (laughs) 